0: Your next success begins with University of Maryland Global Campus. For more than 75 years, UMGC has been giving working adults like you the affordable, accredited, online education you need to reach the future you want. Because the path to success is different for everyone, we offer more than 125 undergraduate and graduate degrees and certificates, along with personalized support and lifetime career services, Plus, our 100% online and hybrid courses let you learn in the way that fits your schedule best, while affordable tuition and financial resources make UMGC accessible. And with no application fee through August 31st, there's no better time to get started. Find the education you need to create the future you want. Choose from fields like business, healthcare, data analytics, cybersecurity, and more, and take the next step in your career. Apply by August 31st, and we'll waive your application fee. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef.
1: Right, guys, this is going to be one of those How to Stay Married podcast chats, which is dealing with probably one of the most contentious things in the press that everyone's reading, watching, uh, looking at, talking about... Picking which is over the bones. Picking over the bones, which is Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's horrendously car crash relationship.
2: But what we're talking about here is what we discovered through the conversation is that actually, I think every single one of us can draw a parallel. Don't stop listening to me, because I know the thing is, everyone says they're all as bad as each other.
1: Oh, no, no, no. There are. We're we're like Johnny Depp and Amber
2: Heard. There's no grumpies in the bed. Well, (laughs) now
1: and then there's been (laughs) But
2: But I'd just be really interested. Do please comment below. When you get to the end of our conversation, do you know what? I was just thinking, just maybe there is... The same there's similarities in the toxicity. Take parking the drugs and the alcohol.
1: Or not Where parking are we the all parking the drugs and the alcohol. Yeah. Uh, you know, to what extent yeah. I've been watching it close up and it's left me feeling uncomfortable about many aspects of our relationship.
2: And me too. I've I've been wary of standing in judgment. Go there, but for the grace of God go I. And just a note on that, every night Mark is reporting on uh, the trial. He does a live show every night on our YouTube channel. Um, We'll put the link below. And it really is worth tuning in. He's fantastic. It's kind of, we take a sort of slightly
1: light-hearted, but also serious look at what's been going on in the day. It's not just heavy, heavy, heavy retelling, but it's kind of, it's a jaunty move through. Quite a serious, serious uh, trial.
2: But anyway, have a listen. And I really, really would be interested to, um, to know what you thought about maybe your own relationship by the end of this podcast. Have we already got a plane going overhead? We have. Yeah. We're so sorry. Welcome to our podcast, or if you're watching us on YouTube, hello.
1: Well, if you're listening to us, welcome. I said that. I said, you didn't say listen.
2: Oh, Mark. Is this the kind of podcast it's No,
1: I think this is the kind of podcast that I think we need to be really <laughs> careful about. This this could single-handedly sink our relationship. This, I know. We've
2: ummed and whether we should... Talk about this and seriously. I mean, Mark said this could be professional suicide. <laughs> this I said, I think that might be a bit dramatic. Um, yeah, so you have been watching, haven't you, avidly? Well, Johnny I mean, Depp, not, Amber yeah, heard. not avidly.
1: In a so I've, I've been drawn in, I'm interested, I've been commentating on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Mm. I think
2: actually, join it, every, every night. Mark does a live channel. show on, a, on yeah. our YouTube channel,
1: um, you know, it's an opportunity to kind of. I think what makes this particularly fascinating, and I have been watching it in microscopic detail, um, is that it's a portrait of a relationship. It's a portrait of a relationship that's gone wrong. It's a portrait of a deeply dysfunctional relationship. It's being aired in such a sort of public fashion. We're hearing and seeing conversations, text messages, emails, audio recordings, video recordings of moments in a relationship that... Are both obviously deeply uh, uncomfortable for both Johnny and Amber in different ways, but I think they possibly create discomfort. Or I wonder whether they did create as much discomfort for people like us, people watching it, because
2: well, and that's 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 we've just hit upon it, haven't you? That both of us have felt a bit uncomfortable with some of it, because we've actually thought there, but for the grace of God, go high. Obviously, mm. nowhere near is extreme, mm. but the toxicity that was in our marriage yeah. for a long time, if you hadn't got sober, if I hadn't got far more aware of what a, what a nutcase I was, um, I was on a trajectory to be complete be lost with alcohol yeah. absolutely yeah. absolutely no doubt about it if you hadn't got sober I would be we would be three bottles of a night three bottles a night
0: what We'd we would be a
2: well, we might we might have hung on by our fingernails, but we would have our children would have We'd been have growing no up in chaos. <laughs>
1: We'd have no teeth. <laughs> yeah. oh, some would dispute that. Some would say they do grow up in chaos. Well,
2: I mean, I don't know. I mean, we say that we wouldn't because actually the reason you got sober mm. because of our children then I became a very sensible person compared to who I was. <laughs> oh come on Mark, how sensible am I now compared to what I was?
1: Yeah, but there's still flashes of
2: memory. Well the flashes will always be there because it's my essence. It's who I am. But it's, oh, right. it's but it's <clears throat> where you bring yourself yeah. to because you have children, isn't it? I mean some of the stories that we hear of him passed out on the beach yeah. and you know and and you know face down and all the photographs you've seen, I see him as the, the tragedy of, of addiction. He he cannot stop. The, the man has tried over and over and over again to stop, but he just can't. Well, it's amazing
1: he's managed to pull it together as much as he has yeah.
2: for the trial. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I I I think he's a totally extraordinary person. Mm. But, and I believe a lot of what he says. But also having seen like you are you know, well, you're my favourite person in the world and you're an extraordinary no. person. <laughs> no, you. um, you're incredibly kind. I think like Johnny Depp is kind. Mm. You're, you're supportive. You're loyal. You're all these things. But when you were in the depths of your terrible unhappiness and you were self-medicating with mm. alcohol, and at that time we didn't realise you had bipolar, we didn't realise you had mm. clinical depression... And you were were medicating with alcohol, there were places that you could go to, mm. and with me, when I would drink huge amounts, there are places that I have gone to yeah. that I would never want to go back to again, and I have behaved despicably you 've behaved despicably, mm. and you that 's why we're really wary of being in too much judgment of either yeah, of yeah, these yeah, two yeah. people and actually I agree. I agree. because. Because who who can? We're really blessed that we got well. Mm. These two people couldn't get well. Well, I
1: think the, thing, the the aspect of it that I find really startling and interesting is that where we're at now. You might watch this way after the uh, the trial, but we're at the we're at the stage in the trial where Johnny's put all of his sort of evidence on the table. If you like, he's told us about all of Amber's intentions, her behaviour how she's cried wolf about him being this abusive guy. And now we're in the process of just about to hear... At the police,
2: of, we've had his agents. Yeah, and we're about to hear all of Amber, Amber's
1: more detailed accusations, and, and it's, just getting, it's just unfolding and unfurling as we speak. But and it's we,
2: like watching but in a court of law... The mudslinging that oh, two people can have. Yeah. Like some They're of still it, having an argument across yeah, the corner. Yeah, they are having a massive court. argument. It was kind of like one of your ex-relationships and when we were together yeah, yeah. for a long time, yeah. that argument was still going on with your ex. It, was, it was going on for years. It was
1: years. a fully-fledged relationship based on... On arguing. Um, ...hate and, you, and, and was, fury. And,
2: and, and so, again, it's like you can understand mm. how it can get so toxic. Mm. There, but for the grace of God, go any of us... yeah. I mean, it doesn't always have to have drink or drugs or anything else involved, but you can get that toxic yeah. with somebody. Yeah. Um, and some of the things that have been said that other people have gone, oh, oh yeah. my god, can you believe she said that? Can you believe Johnny said that? And I sort of had to hang my head and said, mm, kind of, yeah, because when we've really slung the mud at each other, we've gone to town. Haven't oh we? god! I
1: mean, if you were to read, if you, and this, this is the bit that kind of intrigues me, is that if you take in isolation many of the messages that we'd sent to each other in our worst oh rows, my God. many of the things we'd shouted at each other in the way that we shouted at each other. Um, you I remember would, you opening would that door be...
2: as you went out and me in full menopause like rage, you, you were actually sober then but we were still having these horrible toxic rows and me screaming at you, I hope you crashed the car.
1: Well, that was hardly the worst thing you've ever screamed. No, I know,
2: but it. I'm having to edit a bit because yeah. I don't want it to be career no, no, no. Rent, no. <laughs> you know. no,
1: no, no. I mean, but, you know...
2: Yeah, exactly. No, but, mean, but when you I told put, my you... friends that, Mark, they have been totally horrified. Yeah. And again, a bit like with the sort of stuff we're hearing in the truck. Don't start thinking we've pooed the bed. We have not. No, That's not what no, we're talking no about. No
1: grumpies have been done <laughs> no
2: here. No grumpies have been done here. But but my, but friends of mine have gone, oh, you did it. You didn't say that. And I've gone, yeah, because of course want it to happen yeah. nothing could be worse in my world than you being you know you dying yeah. but in that moment i have a temper and i can be like any of us yeah. well not any of us some of us well some of us i mean part,
1: fiery part, part more fiery and extreme and uh yes using incredibly colorful like you know as as have i and also the other problem as well is that I, I remember there being parts of our relationship where I really relate to Johnny Depp insofar as he has no capacity to remember exactly what he said or what he did. And that's no. that's the big kind of weakness on his side is that however much his intentions were never bad and he may, you know, he absolutely felt. And that's what I relate to. I sense he's a kind person in a mess. I sense that he got caught up in, you know, stuff. That's not to say he wasn't absolutely some of the things that amber heard is accusing him of don't don't think for a minute this is just a depth oh god
2: we don't know who's telling the truth this is the point is we will never know yeah we will never know it
1: comes down to who do you kind of trust what does your instinct say where does your your sort of you know what are your impressions what what, what, you know where's you know what's the cut of their jib where do you feel that there's authenticity and all that kind of stuff is going on? But. I mean, there listen, are, hang hang on, there are many, many occasions where I hear him testifying, or I hear her saying something against him, and I thought, you've got no way of knowing whether you did or didn't say that, because mm. even the kindest, nicest of person, people, can misjudge mm. an arm move, misjudge grabbing someone, misjudge yes. pushing someone, yes. misjudge, you know, knocking something over, misjudge throwing mm. something.
2: Well, misjudge how how shouting. Yeah. I mean, shouting yeah. is a very violent act, actually. Mm. When I hear myself really shout, when we've had massive I've said arguments, it I've said,
1: sometimes words can be so much stronger than any physical.
2: No, but also we could scream at each other, and we could shake walls in in our early days. Yeah. We really could. Yeah. Um, and of course, you add alcohol to that. And it, you've got no idea of, well, of, of where you're going to. And also, you're very open to being manipulated. Well, exactly. Both ways. Exactly. I think there's always... Oh, the you ad- were drunk and you didn't know you did this. Well, yeah, and I think if there's you're always so, the assumption that
1: you're on the rec- it's the person on the receiving end of the alcoholic and addict. Of course, that, that's a pri- you know, priority. But also, there, is a lot, there are a lot of situations where addicts and alcoholics... I can think of two other people I know who've drunk too much and taken too many drugs, who've been taken advantage of by their partners to keep them in the sin bin. Oh, you didn't remember. You did this, and they're like, "I can't well, remember." Well, it's another kind of coercive well, control, sliding, isn't it? Yeah. But one of the other things I was talking about, or I have talked about a lot, on some of the lives. Can is... I just
2: say one thing that I was going to say earlier before? Yeah, sorry. Is that also I can swing from really judging Johnny one day to judging Amber one day. Yeah. But they both come from chaos. They yeah. both come from terrible childhoods, yeah. and I think you know, for the listener who might be in a relationship now that is feeling very toxic. Mark and I, because we were in such a good place, we've worked a lot on understanding where some of the stuff that we've brought to our relationship Mm -hmm. has come from. I had a very good childhood... But I had a 70s childhood. Mm. It was a childhood where, oh, come on, don't be silly. Every feeling that you had, yeah. come on, don't be silly, cheer up, off you go. Yeah. And so I would, I would be much more close with my feelings because I've been brought up to not show my feelings. I've been brought up mm. that I'll go and cry quietly, whereas mm. you grew up in a lot of chaos and you grew up in addiction. And so yeah. we brought our stuff to our relationship as they do. So it's really, sometimes when you're really struggling within your relationship and i don't mean this in a rescuing way or a way that you allow your partner to walk all over you because of what they've been through but sometimes when you're in like a really critical moment with your with your partner just sometimes step back and actually think where this might be coming from from like i've said to you in before the other. yeah in the yeah. other so like i've said to you before like sometimes Like for ages, the thing that used to annoy me so much, and we've spoken about this before, was the jealousy. It was just, it just became intolerable. But the more and more I said to you, Instead of saying oh, I can't fucking stand this and I can't do this anymore, the more I thought that I know what your childhood was like, I understand where this came from, yeah, yeah. where this is coming from, and so I would say to you, this is because of da da da, and I can't fix that. Yeah. So how are you, how are we going to work on this? Yeah. Um, and the same with you, you will often say to me, won't you? You get frustrated with me being more closed off about my feelings and about what's going on. But I think you understand it much more now, where it's come from.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: When you see me with yeah, my family, yeah. how I've learned to just sort of, just push it all down.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, you're it's right, because it's, we're literally only just yesterday did we begin to find out, or I heard for the first time that Amber had came from yeah. her, you know, her parents were addicts, her father was abusive she had
2: and you actually suggest I feel a bit I, sorry I, I for it I, I,
1: I felt really sorry for it and this is the point and I think this is going to be the interesting thing about it is it, you know when you're put into an intimate situation with someone's circumstances you know you can't help but find compassion for what they've gone through and you know i think he's obviously gone through his shit with his mum um she's gone through terrible shit she grew up in a, a you know addiction um violence you know she became a caretaker for her parents She so they were
2: ca- so doomed yeah. because they were inextricably pulled yeah. together to try and fix this shit but that's so like us. exactly so and so will like be them. for many of the yeah. listeners so it's like it's hard, Mark, isn't it? It's like getting that line between just going, oh, well, he had a terrible childhood, yeah. or she had a... And therefore allowing a load of behaviour that you know feels wrong. Mm. It's like, why am I getting this when I... This isn't going to fix it for anyone. Well, it's just going to get more and more and more toxic.
1: Well, I mean, almost. We rarely ever give advice on this, but I'm wondering whether there is actually a moment of advice never coming. on, Take out, take out. We never income. give advice. We never give advice. <laughs> but I wonder whether if you're in a relationship now and you keep returning to similar flashpoints or crises points or, you know, the same thing keeps coming up. Say like, you know, you you can identify something a little bit like us, which is where, you know, my control issues came from fear as a a young guy, as a young child. Yours came, your sort of buttoned upness came from an inability to feel like you could express yourself. If you're constantly in a relationship, you know, you're buffeting up against each other for the same reasons, maybe just pause and take stock and ask yourself, oh, is what's happening here actually about our background, our childhood and our condition? But you both have to ask it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of you may be able to ask, and if the other's not interested in that at all, you're going to get nowhere. But you can look after yourself with that. Um, Because interestingly, also what what came out yesterday, just quickly, also what came out yesterday was um, the counsel in the sort of defamation case that was criticising Johnny, basically want to say Johnny's an absolute arse and he's a domestic abuser. She said... As proof, they had six couples counselling sessions, and this line made me roar with laughter because she used it as evidence that he wasn't committed, and he and he wasn't. He ran out of two of them, and I was reminded of the fact that we ran out of couples counselling sessions. The fact that Johnny Depp legged it from a couple counselling session—they're tough.
2: Oh, you they said that, they that, say. That In
1: and of itself, isn't a sign that because he was there for four. Do you know what I mean? They are very tough. They sessions. say
2: that um, that it's the hardest kind of therapy you can do because when you're when you're just having therapy by yourself, it's quite easy to manipulate which way you go. But when yeah. you've got somebody else there, and, and I think also because so often we choose the people that we do on a subconscious level to work out real pain that's going on in us. Mm-hmm. Like people will often choose people that have some a lot of similarities to the to a parent. I mean I know it's weird, but I can see a lot of similarities in my character when Nanny Dies. It's really weird. Right. You might go, oh, what are you talking about? That's my mum. I see a lot of similarities with my dad. I mean, one of the big things about my dad that's very, very tough on my mum is his hypochondria. Right. I've married a complete hypochondriac. Oh, no. I mean, it, it, I do laugh about it to myself. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes I can hear myself being my mum I can hear almost the identical sentences when you're asking me about some new thing Mm. that you might think terribly wrong with you. Um, I am more of a, your mum pulls away and is more of a a love avoidant, whereas you're more of a codependent. And I'm a codependent lover. And and there's a lot of similarities. See, I think Johnny
1: and Amber are both codependents.
2: Yes, yes. And he but the, I think there'll be a love avoidant also in Johnny because he's, yeah. because he is a massive superstar. Well, and and there, also, and because of what we've heard about his mum, I suspect that his mum, though she was very abusive to him and very derogatory to him, I suspect she was also very cloying very with him agree, at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah. Which yeah. M- creates... But a it lot makes horrible. sense
1: of why in every single exchange he's the one trying to escape or trying to leave. Well, he's the love avoidant. Yeah, exactly, because
2: exactly. people... So that's Mark and I. So I'm a codependent, so I like, I am you just, very, You said you no, I'm a avoidant. codependent, love avoidant. <laughs> Fucking hell, right.
1: Okay.
2: No, I am, because the codependency, I mean, once, like I always say to me, I've been saying this for years on this room I say it to the girls and they're like, people go, what? And I say, I, I've never been interested in somebody that isn't interested in me. Like, I've never liked that sort of person that's like, oh, I might call you, or might not call you. I, I only like people that really like me, right. that like, cherish me, that really yeah. want me.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and that means I've never... I've had a couple here and there of maybe one or two what you'd call bad boys, but not really, because it's... But, oh, I don't really like you, because you don't really like me. And 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 actually, I, I would never change that in myself, and mm. I would want our daughters to have that. Mm. But I also understand that's the codependent in me.
1: Right. Well, I have to I say, one of the somebody characteristics really of you that are, at our worst, what would really... What would really—I mean, this is going into the intensity of when we were in that bad place of my control issues, my yeah. fearful issues, my—you know or the lack of control issues—was that I would get those messages from you of you being really codependent. But then, when you decided not to be, yes. it was like a parachutist pressing their button and—yeah. So then, the off.
2: love avoidant in me just then. So this person really loves me, really right. wants to be with me. And then it becomes, like, too much. Yeah. And so you pull away. And that's what I think Johnny does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what happens with Amber. And I think, again, why are we talking about this? Because I think there's so much in any of our relationships, whoever's mm. listening or watching, that we can identify with this. They're extreme. They're right well, down the yeah, other end. Yeah, they are extreme. But, but there's a lot to be learned for all of us in yes. our relationships with what we're seeing. Well,
1: they are extreme. I I think, for me, I think the most challenging aspect of everything they're discussing, and I've mentioned this several times, anyone who watches the lives with me, um, I have talked about this. I think this trial and this relationship that we're seeing sort of, you know, surgically pulled apart on on a table, um, there are aspects... The very definition of a relationship is that you agree in some capacity to become codependent. It's an inherent part of getting into a relationship. Yeah. Low level, there are different levels of that codependency, and some will go, God, you're so good." But to some extent, to the very act of saying, I'm living in the same house with you, I'm going to let you know where I'm going tonight, Mm. I'm going to, for the kids, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. The fine line, that fine line between where coercive control starts and where maybe negotiation and knowledge occurs... I think this this trial is starting to work its way around that because it's looking into all those sorts of things like allegedly he didn't want her to have her career. Allegedly, he, he said, you know, you said you'd be back at this time. These kind of comments are being, being scrutinised in a way that makes you me feel uncomfortable about some of the things that I did. Them. Well, no, but also, you know, you, you can skew and it's about yeah. skewing. You can skew any request for information from within a relationship from the other person. You could skew any request mm. as coercive control. Why do you want to know? I mean, sometimes because, yeah. it's, sometimes yeah. because of our past, and I recognise this, sometimes because of how I would react to things or how I would not manage things or how I'd immediately go to fatalistic kind of worst-case scenarios, how I'd go into sort of a CBT kind of negative thinking paranoia and all that kind of stuff. Definitely a byproduct of trying to get sober as well. Because of that, there'd be language that I would use that you would feel was controlling, was potentially mm. coercive, was like you wanted to of know, learned
2: experience. Precisely, precisely. And yeah. all I'd
1: seen in relationships as well was people demanding to know what was going on and finding out. Da, da, da. Um and did then, you
2: have that more in your other relationships then that people were demanding to know from yes, you? Yes, I
1: did, to to an extent. No, I I did How have did it. That no, leave but you I did in? have it in other in, in particular relationships. I had it back back as well. I just How wanted did that to, leave? I wanted to run for the hills. Exactly. Yeah, That's what hills. happens. But here's the thing. So now if I ask a simple question about something like, Oh, when are you gonna be back? I I see you balk at it. Mm. And I'm thinking, well I actually want to know because I wanna know if I want to watch something, do something, mm. go out, come mm. back or Do you know what I mean?
2: But these but these but these these cuts cut deep, mm. don't they? Mm. When you've been in a jealous relationship, which is what we were in, it was really, it was, jealousy was, uh, forget alcohol, forget any of yeah, yeah. that. The, definitely the worst thing was the jealousy. definitely. Mm. Definitely. Because it's just so... You can't get a hold of it. Really? Yeah. You know, it's just it's just like sand through your hands and you're trying to explain and the other person is like so in their moment and so in their feelings and so in their pain because jealousy I mean, is incredibly painful. Yeah. And, and nobody can deal with somebody else's jealousy. Oh. So what happens is you just start putting on more and more and more armour and actually, you know, because I think at the beginning I was too like, oh, okay, I won't go out. Oh, this is making you feel this way. This is my... Make- and then you start to realize that that's actually the worst thing that you can do with somebody that's jealous. But what's what I did. and so I think the armor just came off. Yeah. So I have to get my boundaries in place here. I've the yeah. boundaries have all gone. Haywire, yeah. and so then everybody's off kilter. It's literally—it's like being on a raft marriage, no, 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 isn't no, no. It? It, it? And it's is. like if you just step too much that but way, think, the whole thing can. And size. I, I think,
1: in some sense, they were—they were, they were yeah. an extreme example of this because, yeah, again, absolutely. the follow-up to that is—is is that yes, there are the obvious low-level coercive control, jealousy issues, da 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 da—that you could say, oh, hang on a minute, that's too far. But also, I would go so far as to say that probably most arguments. Most crises, most issues that really blow up in a relationship, most relationships... You know, everyone goes, oh, do you argue a lot? Yeah, we argue a few times. When those argue, arguments come up, more often than not, they are about one or the other feeling some level of transgression on their freedom, their individuality, their, the respect they're being afforded in some way. And I think... You, or neglect. The, or neglect. A, lot, I, of, I, a lot of... Yeah, yeah, I think
2: more so, even in my experience with women... They feel completely unseen. But that in itself—I
1: mean—the the curious thing about the prosecution, I mean, Johnny Depp on this aspect, I think, it's in a way, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. He's, I've heard it said that both—if he w- tried to walk away, he was abusing her, and if he stayed, he was abusing mm. her. So it's kind of but, like. Well, but the well, right you said
2: yesterday, you feel really sorry for her, actually, as well she's in chaos oh that woman is in complete and utter chaos Mm. and if it's true because with everything with both of them we don't know what's true and what's not if she was brought up in the kind of household that she says she was Mm. and they're not playing tit for tat like who had the Mm. worst childhood again we don't know oh my god i have such sympathy for her this Mm. is a totally broken person Mm. trying to fix you meet you meet the the movie star of all movie stars who we know because we know people who know that say actually is incredibly kind, mm. incredibly fun, incredibly, all these things. And then you think this is it. This is how you're going to be saved. You feel loved. You feel cherished. Mm. Then the alcohol and the drugs come in and then the jealousies and going off on location and all of this. But you can apply this to any life, any marriage. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, seven, oh yeah, you've met on holiday. It was a great holiday. Everything was just perfect. And then real life came mm. in and real life is scary. Mm. It doesn't matter whether you're a multimillionaire or whether you're, you're on benefits. Yeah. Those cracks in you will not just be fixed by the other person you've got to do the work on yourself and as a couple
1: it's hard work and I would go further than that I I would say that in watching if you watch any of the footage or if you watch this and then go back to the trial or anything like that you know it's easy to hold it at arm's length and go it's a little bit like the alcoholic who's sitting next to someone who drinks even more so they don't have to think about being an alcoholic The reason I think this is captivating and the reason I think this is really quite culturally significant, what's going on here, is because it's an extreme version of something of of which the DNA is within all of our relationships. Absolutely. The DNA of what is going on between these two is obviously in the DNA of some of our relationships. But I think my feeling is, as I've really thought and I know I think a lot about these things... If you start to scrape at the very foundations of what a monogamous relationship is about, the very word monogamy, you could argue, there is, there is some aspect of control that is, underpins any form of monogamous relationship. And this trial for me is interestingly because it's starting to home in on the granular, extraordinary close-up yeah of the very DNA and mechanics of a relationship. And it shows that when you look at the mechanics of a relationship in close enough detail, you could claim everything. It's all
2: fucked up. You could claim
1: all (laughs) of it is controlling, coercive, and negative. Mm. I mean, it's fascinating. It's dependent on whether you've stayed together or not stayed together. One thing they could do, and part of me thinks, God, this would be so nice. My desire is not to see Johnny Depp win or Amber Heard win. It would be for them both to look at each other and go, Do you know what? We've really screwed this up for ourselves. It would be amazing. Would would be be it would be amazing if they just
2: walked across the, court the and went, Should
1: we just stop? Let's just stop. This. That's what
2: I always wanted. To be it direct. would save both their careers to, as well. I wanted you both to just go. Can we just stop?
0: Hmm.
2: The thing that I've heard the most from people about this trial, and you'll have heard it too, Marcus, we're both spurs each other. And therefore, dismissed. Yes. All their pain, all their suffering, all their everything is dismissed because they're both as bad as each other. Well, sit here now, anybody that's listening or watching, and ask yourself, where are you as bad as your partner?
1: Yeah. Are
2: you as bad as each other? Yeah. And how could you possibly fix that on your own? Really write a really, like, a truthful inventory of where you are, where you know you're, like difficult he writes a really honest inventory you take responsibility for that and then you have a discussion about how you might be able to fix that and actually again not not giving advice but you know waiting lists are huge for marriage guidance Mm. counselors then Mm. then they cost a lot Mm. do that then sit down and give yourself a timer and give yourself three minutes each where you talk and the other one is not allowed allowed to interrupt at all And just see what happens.
1: We struggled with that.
2: We really struggled, but I've never, ever forgotten that. I've never, ever forgotten that exercise we were given by a marriage guidance counsellor because we were at the point where there was zero listening. We couldn't have 30 seconds without the other one going into complete defense. I, I, I remember that time so clearly because I just couldn't talk about toxicity. We were so toxic at that time. You we were actually sober, but we were both so mm. unhappy. Mm. We both were not communicating at all. Everything was about who was going to win this fight. Everything was about, oh, just leave me alone and shut up mm. because I can't mm. bear it anymore. I can't look at you, I can't listen to you. You might be surprised by this because lots of you watch us regularly and see how good relationship we have. That's how bad it was. Mm. And so that's no. what that marriage Kaiser's house, gave yeah. us to do. She said, sit there and listen for three minutes, yeah. it was nearly impossible. I mean,
1: forget, you know, obviously the sexual harassment that's being accused, allegedly, mm. or a lot of the kind of actual violence that's being accused. That hasn't happened, but I would say that there are moments... What do you of ex- mean that hasn't happened? In terms of us... Oh, God, There yeah. are excruciating moments of where it's incredibly close to the bone, where you're thinking less about what's literally been said or done, but the tone and the extent to which something was said... In a, certain, in, in a moment of rage. And I sort of think, God, you know... That was me. Fucking hell, if you'd looked at any one of our individual texts or heard our raised voice or whatever, you'd be well, like... We've, oh, we've joked God. about
2: this. We said, my God, you know, in the old, old days, uh, the texts that we used to send each other were so horrible, oh, so toxic. Oh, my God. You know what? That's another... Oh, my God, we're giving advice. We really don't. We're our shared not, experience, no, we are not in yeah, any way no, professional. No. But I would say, if I could take back and actually, <laughs> to go to a the therapist mm. over this because we were so locked into those text
1: rows. Oh my god! Don't, don't. Get we drawn in. wasted years of our lives. I wrote the most longest have, texts of my life. Oh
2: my god! It got to the point where I go, I haven't read it. I I'm know, not reading I know. it. I've ages. So that's the equivalent of walking out of the room because you can't take it anymore. And it's like self-harming from him, self-harming from him. text, 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 text. They don't work. Oh. I say it to the girls. I say, don't have, don't have arguments on text because it just yeah. leads to more... Whoever sorted anything out on text, yeah. a text yeah.
1: argument. Yeah. Well, I would say next time you have an argument, you know, depending on the severity of it, just have a think after the argument of, OK, to what extent when I stood there going, bloody hell, look at Amber and Johnny, aren't they ridiculous? To what extent is some of what's playing out for them actually baked into what was going on for you? Because, you know, there's stuff to be learned from this. There's I think, stuff to I be think you
2: know, unless you're in a very abusive or you're in a yeah, coercive of control course. relationship, always parking that to one side, there's always a case of the both of us as each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think that often we I get into an argument because we're in pain. Yeah, yeah. And I hear a lot of pain in Johnny and Amber. You know, mm. it's a lot of pain... A pain, fear of abandonment, or does this person still love me? Does this person still find me attractive? This person doesn't give me a cuddle in two weeks. This person doesn't even look at me when they come down in the morning. Can turn into, I mean, just today I was coming down the stairs and I thought, oh God, it's so lovely. We're never in that argument, argument place anymore. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. very occasionally, our children wake up and there's peace yeah. and there's no, and and that is really something very, very precious. Yeah. And I was thinking, and my sort of heart was aching for people this morning that have woken up and just filled with that, like, yeah, do you want the coffee? Do, it, there's no milk. Yeah. And, and just egg that, like, eggshell. Yeah. And it's like, ask yourself, what are you in pain? What's hurting you at the moment? Yeah. That you just feel so angry. Because I'm telling you now, Mark and I, at points, have hated each other. Yeah. I mean, hated each other. Yeah. You would have thought if you'd looked at us then that there was no hope. Mm-hmm. We got married within six months of knowing each other. Nobody at that wedding thought we'd still be. It's our 20th anniversary
1: this year. Yeah, for a couple of weeks. Hey, high five. Fucking hell. As they no, say you, in America, right. we did the work, baby. You're we right. did the work. But going back to those, flag, you know, they're, they're summing up, but I mean, you know, yes, there was the whole alcohol, alcoholism, but really important as part of our story was the after putting down the drink alcoholism, so the sober alcoholism. Because you only drank yeah, in the
2: first for two or three years. Two, first two years yeah. of our 20
1: year marriage. Exactly. But um, the thing but is... then the, 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 the flashpoint mm. in reverse was obviously the menopause, and which we've kind of almost retrospectively begun to unpack. Oh my God, this is what was mm. going on for you. Uh, and there was a, and there was a different kind of insanity in there, and hatred, loathing a proper loathing of each other and resentment and, and and all that kind of stuff so um well,
2: I think with the menopause rather there were so many similarities to addiction for me, yeah, yeah. how it manifests itself for me, not for everyone, in that a self loathing came in and a complete loss of myself i didn't know I was just questioning every single thing about mm. myself, mm. am I this person at this? and And so I was so destabilized, mm-hmm. and I was hanging on by my fingernails rather again, like there is there is, there is a parallel, yeah, yeah. and you're trying to put on a front that you're okay, but actually you're dying inside mm-hmm. and you're wanting to cry, and you're wanting to do this, and you are wanting to do that so and I didn't know what was going on, so yeah, we've had huge hurdles, you know children, stepchildren, um you know miscarriages. We've gone through, you know, huge dramas that obviously we we wouldn't share, but you know, all the sort of challenges that mm-hmm. any couple have, and mm-hmm. it's like, and and people look at us and go, oh, a couple goals, wow, oh God, I'd love, oh, if only I had somebody like Mark, or I'm sure people say, too, if only had someone like you, or maybe they don't, they but do. they don't, but they don't know how much work, work. we've yeah, done, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: no, really.
2: and Johnny and Amber. I think, just weren't well enough to, to do, do the, the work. They weren't well enough. They had their hands tied behind the back yeah. and they had And they one... were in a,
1: such a rarefied world. And, and
2: they were in a rarefied world where competition was high, where you're surrounded by the very best of everything, yeah, and everyone, the most beautiful. Yeah. She can... I mean, let's not forget, he's almost double her age as yeah, well. Yeah. So there she was, beautiful, yeah. young, vital... Who's to not to say that as she went out, she didn't go? Well, Johnny, I'm going to have a great time, yeah, yeah. you know. So, like you say, those nuances, Just those, those nuances, that those you details, don't kno- you yeah, don't know about. Exactly. Um, please. Oh, it would be the most incredible thing ever. If they, if it, imagine, it would be like a just, movie. It would be
1: like a movie. If they
2: just walked across because and went, why don't we just stop. fucking stop?
1: And we'd, well, You're let's a, let's we'd withdraw everything up. we've said of yeah. each other and it would rescue both their careers because right now it doesn't look like anything's coming out of this.
2: As long as
1: yeah.
2: the as the accusations of the sexual abuse and the violence are true because we true. don't...
1: Yeah. No. no. No, no, exactly. And that's what I was going to great lengths of saying. Like that that yeah. said, I've really urgently got to pop upstairs. What for? Got to clean that grumpy off the toilet. Oh, my I Mark. mean, off the bed.
2: For God's sake. Why do you always have to lower the tone? Well, it's on my side of the bed. God, ignore him.